Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, today's chapter is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to read the chapter, which is Genesis 10, and then I'm going to talk about it. But I want to just tell you in advance, Genesis chapter 10 is known as the Table of Nations. Now, the Table of Nations consists of the descendants of Noah through Shem, Ham, and Japheth, his three sons. But there are a total of 70 different descendants that are mentioned in Genesis chapter 10. Some of these names are very difficult. I will pronounce them as best I can, but I'll tell you that the pronunciation of some of these names varies depending on who is using the words, depending on the version of the Bible you have, and so forth. And just quite honestly, some of them are very difficult to pronounce. So these names are important for a lot of reasons, but the main reason is Bible scholars believe that from these 70 descendants of Noah, all of mankind is descended. And so the 70 descendants, some of these names, like the name Egypt, Egypt is one of the sons of Ham, Egypt is both a personal name and it became a place name. So a number of these um, names represent both an individual, of course, to begin with, but the, the location that they settled and the people group that settled in that area is connected with that name as a, as a place. So not just a person, but a place. So reading from Genesis chapter 10, verse 1. This is the account of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, Noah's sons, who themselves had sons after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer were Askenaz, Rephath, Togermah, and the sons of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, the Kittites, and the Rhodonites. From these, the maritime people spread out to their territories by their clans within their nations, each with its own language. The sons of Ham, Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush, Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Ramah, Sabtika, and the sons of Ramah, Sheba, and Dedan. Cush was the father of Nimrod, who became a mighty warrior on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. That's why it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. The first centers of his kingdom were Babylon, Uruk, Akkad, Kelne, and Shinar. From that land, he went to Assyria, where he built Nineveh, Rehoboth Ir, Kalah, and Rezin, which is between Nineveh and Kalah, which is a great city. Egypt was the father of the Luddites, the Anamites, the Leabites, the Neptuhites, the Pathrusites, the Kasluhites, from whom the Philistines came, and the Kaphtorites. Canaan was the father of Sidon, his firstborn, and of the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Arvidites, the Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Later, the Canaanite clans scattered, and the borders of Canaan reached from Sidon, from Gerar, as far as Geza, then toward Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim, as far as Lacia. These are the sons of Ham by their clans and languages in their territories and nations. Sons were also born to Shem, whose older brother was Japheth. 
Shem was the ancestor of all the sons of Eber. The sons of Shem were Elam, Asher, or Faxad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram, Ud, Hul, Gether, and Meshech. Arphaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah was the father of Eber. Two sons were born to Eber. One was named Peleg, because in his time the earth was divided. His brother was named Jokthan. Jokthan was the father of Almodad, Shelif, Hazar Maveth, Jera, Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Obol, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Jokthan. The region where they lived stretched from Mesha toward Sephir in the hill country. These are the sons of Shem by their clans and languages in their territories and nations. These are the clans of Noah's sons according to their lines of descent with their nations. From these, the nations spread out over the earth after the flood. Now, chapter 10 occurs chronologically after chapter 11, which we'll deal with in the next program. Chapter 11 has to do with the Tower of Babel. And chapter 10 mentions in part that Babylon was established by one of the men named here, uh, Nimrod. And so um, things are out of order chronologically. Chapter 10 is inserted before chapter 11, but occurs over a long period of time with all of these descendants. So this is a compilation consisting of the 70 descendants of Noah, from whom Bible scholars believe all people groups were descended. I want to make mention of a couple of things. In verse 6, it says the sons of Ham were Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. Egypt, of course, is a person, was a person, uh, one of the sons of Ham, as was Cush. Sometimes people interchange those two names, Cush and Egypt. They're two different individuals. They're believed to be two separate groups that uh, were established in the same area of North Africa, but not in the same country, in Egypt itself. And then Canaan is mentioned. Canaan was the son of Ham that Noah had cursed for some reason because of Ham's transgression of uncovering him. We went over that previously. So Canaan is one of 16 grandsons of Noah, and Canaan came under a curse. And his descendants, the Jebusites, Amorites, Girgashites, Archites, Hivites, Sinites, and so forth, were eradicated later when the Jewish people took the promised land. So as far as we know, uh, the curse on Canaan and his descendants eventually resulted in his descendants being eradicated as people groups. As far as I know, there are no descendants of Canaan still walking around on the planet today. So don't look at this group or that group and think that this must be the group that was under a curse from Noah, because um, I don't believe they any longer exist. A man named Nimrod is mentioned Nimrod, of course, in verse 8, it says, Cush was the father of Nimrod, who became a mighty warrior in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. That's why it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. And then it mentions the first centers of his kingdom were Babylon. And then from that land, he went to Assyria, where he built Nineveh. So this Nimrod is a very important person in terms of Bible history, this first mention. Nimrod, it's also believed, was involved in magic and and different things that were not good, and he carried those things to both Babylon and to Assyria, these magic rites and rituals and, in fact, the worship of other gods. Shem had five sons. 
Elam, Asher, Arphaxad, uh, Lud, and Aram. Shem, from the name Shem, we get Shemite or Semite. The Semitic people were descended from Shem. In Genesis 10.21, it says, Sons were also born to Shem, whose older brother was Japheth. So Shem was not the oldest child. Shem was the ancestor of all of the sons of Eber. And then um, it mentions under the sons of Eber, one was named Peleg, because in his time the earth was divided. His brother was named Jokthan. So this name Eber, some have suggested that when Abraham was called an Hebrew, he was called a Hebrew as a nod or a mention to Eber. He was descended from Eber. Other reasons for the name Hebrew is for the Hebrew word that means crossing over. Abraham crossed over a river to come to the promised land. And uh, some have postulated it's either from the descent from Eber or from the crossing over that Abraham was named a Hebrew. But whatever the case, the nations of the earth came from these 70 people. These 70 people groups and place names are traceable. There have been many, many books written about them. But in Jewish literature and lore, there are 70 languages. There are 70 good angels over different lands and 70 fallen angels over different land. The, uh, the earth was divided into 70 regions under the dominion of these bad and, and good angels. And so an example from the book of Daniel would be a fallen angel referred to as the prince of Persia and another one referred to as the prince of Greece. And so these uh, fallen angels, according to Jewish uh, mysticism and Jewish writing, are over the various regions. And then there are good angels assigned to these regions as well. Now, I'm going to wrap up today in prayer, and the prayer is going to be a little different today. Lord, we just pray for all of these people groups. Lord, each and every one of them. There's not a mistake on the list. Even the descendants of Canaan that came under a curse because of the sin of Ham. Lord, we just pray for your redemptive purposes in all people groups. Lord, it's your desire to have a family from every tribe, tongue, and nation. We pray that every one of these groups will be represented in mass on that great day when we meet together at the marriage supper of the Lamb. We pray these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.